When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Hi, I'm Simon Rose, and I was away last week, so we're probably going to have a bumper session today because there are twice as many gadgets and gizmos to talk about, I'd imagine. Bumper to bumper, we'll have to clam them all in, won't we? Bumper to bumper with people stuck on them, as regular listeners will know, yes. Well, talking of bumpers and people stuck on them, the first driving self-driving bus was tried out in the UK this week mm-hmm. uh, on the Fourth Bridge with 22 volunteers, and the bus drove itself across the Fourth Bridge without hitting anything or falling into the river uh, Forth, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, that's why yes. it's called the Fourth Bridge. Exactly. That way. Exactly. Yes, yes. I have to say, if I if I were asked to volunteer, I'd rather volunteer bus, you know, driving around a car park or something than actually going over a river, but... Yes, yes, people indeed. are braver up in Scotland than down. Well, if I were going over south. the fourth bridge in a self-driving bus, I might be tempted to ask what happened to the first three. Oh, ho, ho, ho. anyway, oh. another first—the first, the first uh, nineteen-seater hydrogen-powered flight in the world took place last week over the Cotswolds, which is quite oh. surprising. It's a company called Zero Avia, and um, because they weren't entirely sure that it would make it over the Cotswolds and indeed back. They had a hydrogen-powered electric engine on one wing mm-hmm. and a jet fuel turboprop engine on the other wing. I don't think they used the turboprop. Oh, okay. Engine. I was going to say because otherwise you don't really know what did what. But I'm sure I'm sure they're cleverer than that. But that's 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 good news, I think, isn't it? That, um, that it is hydrogen-powered planes up there. No, I did see yes. um, is it Michael O'Leary, the head of Ryanair, saying there's nowhere commercial airlines will ever be able to use hydrogen; it's too unstable the other day but but who knows well, at I'm the sure moment, he... but we have yeah. talked on this very program about ways of uh, making hydrogen storage more stable and more compact yes so yes i'm yes, sure tr- it will happen eventually. yes let's not use the word compact not to do with ryanair this is after all the airline that apparently once explored well they get their passengers journey standing up to cram yes. more of them in <laughs> it <laughs> well may have been a joke but it was near enough the possibility to be rather scary okay yes. so let's move on from there on now to, well, to Apple. Mm. Um, Apple have had a bit of a fall in their share price and their shareholders yes. have got uh, very antsy about this, have demanded that Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, halve his salary for this year. 50% cut in his salary, mm. which is uh, which is a lot. So it means that this year he will earn a mere $49 million. How is he going to get now, by? How is he going to get by? I've done my calculation on this. Assuming he works, say, a 10-hour day, Mm. or uh, five days a week and maybe takes a couple of weeks off for a holiday. Yes. That means his earnings come out at $20,000 an hour. So a bit more than you and I, then. Break, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, the most expensive toilet break in the world. He probably gets probably gets uh, share options as well. He probably uh, though those won't be looking quite as good after the fall from grace. But, of course, as Isaac yeah. proved, apples do occasionally fall to the ground. <laughs> they absolutely do, indeed. Anyway, talking of Apple... Mm. If you have published a book, self-published a book through mm. Apple Books, mm. then you can now apply to have 
automatic narration generated for your book. Not good news for people like you who specialize in doing voiceovers, mm. but good news for people like me, I suppose, who haven't, haven't got to pay people like you to do their voiceovers. Yes, this is getting a bit alarming. I wasn't even aware Apple did books, to be perfectly honest, but I believe No, they you. do. They do. That's okay. that's why if you're using the Amazon app on your phone, you can't mm. buy books through the app. Oh. Because it's in conflict with Apple selling its own books. I guess I'd never actually tried oh. that. No, they'll, they'll, they'll let you buy, I think, physical books, but not digital downloads. You then What you have to do is to go on Safari on your phone to the Amazon website, and then you can buy it. But you can't okay. buy it through the app. It's slightly ridiculous. Bizarre. But then, as anyway, you know, I, I, I'm still with paper books by and large. You are. Uh, paperback paper books. We're, uh, they're, they're starting off with uh, fiction and romance as the only two ca uh, categories mm. they'll accept. Uh, should we have a little listen to a couple of samples? Yes. Fiction, isn't romance usually in the fiction section? But yes, let's listen. Movement in the greenhouse drew his eye, and a woman emerged. At first, he wasn't sure. The woman was about the right age, but there was something different about her, about the way she carried herself. I suspect there are a lot of voiceovers artists around the world. A bit worried now. Well, that was I actually AI. It was that pretty was impressive. AI, yes. That Gosh, was, I think, I think how basic a, that was a few years ago. Mm. That was a, a man's book. Let's have a listen to um, a, a fiction sample. I looked up to find a wall of trees had materialized ahead of us. I hadn't noticed because I'd been staring at my feet. I couldn't believe the fields actually had an end. It was further away than I would have liked, but at least I now had something tangible to run toward. You could just about tell. There are little you hints could, that it's, yeah, but it's quite it's tricky. Time. You think how primitive this was a few years ago when we exactly. first had text-to-speech software. Well, wow. talking of text-to-speech software, some rather scary news from Microsoft, hmm. who have produced an AI module called Val-E, that's V-A-L-L hyphen E, Yes. Then probably uncanny valley, I suppose, mm -hmm. is maybe where it comes from, which can listen to any voice for just three seconds and then mimic it. Good so grief. So hang on. Make... So first of all, you're doing all the voiceover artists out of work. Now you're doing all the impressions out of work. Last week we got that uh, what what's it GPT thing that quite yes. clearly is going to get rid of all the writers. I know, it's worrying. Anyone who sits in front of a computer is likely to have their job sucked up by that very computer. Wow, this is getting nerve-wracking. Yes. So, there's, I mean, there are very dangerous consequences for this. It means you could, you know, record three seconds of a chief executive giving a speech and then phone his office and say, transfer £100,000 into my, into my private Swiss account. But didn't that actually happen about a year ago? It did actually happen, yes. 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 But that was someone claiming to be the CEO, but this could actually sound exactly Ugh. like him. You know, someone whose voice you recognize phones you up. Rather worrying. Anyway, this uh, well, yeah, trained this AI module on 60 hours, 60,000 hours of English speech, uh, which they took mainly from audiobooks. <laughs> so I wonder if they're taking <laughs> from Apple audiobooks. It could all go around in circles, couldn't it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Hmm. Well, this is quite worrying. Um, the it only is, thing yes. I can think to do is to have one of these. So, anything jollier for the people who are sitting in front of computers wondering how much longer they've got a job? Well, slightly jollier if for people who don't want their faces recognised by facial recognition cameras, of which there mm. are more and more of them all around the world, really, but in airports and places like that. Mm. You can, of course, wear a mask 
which helps to to baffle them. But mm-hmm. an Italian knitwear company called Capable have produced jumpers with patterns on it that are designed specifically to baffle facial recognition cameras. Good grief! By not allowing the the person wearing them to look like a person. So. I mean, my instinct would be that this looks like one of those awful sort of Christmas jumpers that come out once a year. Oh, you, have you actually seen what it that. looks like? Oh, yes, right. they are okay. absolutely hideous, desperately hideous. Uh, but in in their, their own tests, when they put it in front of uh, virtual recognition cameras, the, the cameras could identify people in the scene, but people wearing the jumpers, they guessed were probably giraffes. Wow. However, of course, if you are monitoring CCTV and you're looking for somebody who's trying to avoid the camera and suddenly you see a giraffe in the middle of lots of people, that might be a clue. (laughs) It might be. It is. It might be a clue. clue. Bit of a giveaway. Anyway, they're they're starting to sell them uh, from 420 euros, which is quite a lot for a very, very ugly jumper. It it does seem quite expensive. It does. You've got to really, really not want to be seen by cctv absolutely yes Mm. anyway um yes very scary moving on we're getting scary again i'm sorry about this american parents are perhaps justifiably rather paranoid about Mm. their kids going to school because who knows what's going to happen when they get to the school yes six-year-olds with uh, with automatic weapons for example but they are also worried about the journey to school and so they tend to drive these big heavy suvs child killers as they're often called because any child hit by an suv is unlikely to to survive it Mm -hmm. and the latest one on the block is the resvani vengeance which is an suv that looks like a tank it is absolutely hideous even more hideous than the jumper so i was going to tell you about it but i thought i would get the tiktok celebrity mobile mama to tell us a bit about it herself here we go you have explosive underbody shielding, bulletproof glass, electrified door handles. So there we go. Bulletproof wow. glass, underbody yep. shielding from explosives, and electrified door handles. If anyone tries to get into the car, they can zap a million volts through them, which is quite scary. Let's see yes. what let's see what else is uh, in store for this car. Military-grade run flat tires and a ram steel bumper. If anyone's following you, you have blinding lights in the front and the back or a smoke screen. I'm beginning to find her voice rather more irritating than an artificial one. It, it is very irritating. So, uh, run flat tires, fair enough. A ram steel bumper on the front. So, if the school gates are closed when you get there, you could just drive straight through them. Mm-hmm. Blinding strobe lights. So if anyone's following you, you can just dazzle them with strobing lights. It'll put them off. And a smoke screen. You can get a smoke screen built into it as well. Extraordinary. But that's not all. Let's hear some more. <laughs> oh, good grief. Plus my favourite, pepper spray. Yes. The oh. pepper spray is built into the wing mirrors. So if anyone's trying to get into your car, you can spray Or indeed, if you're well, going sounds past... Bit, sounds them, dangerous. Checking your mum's checking their makeup. On the, exactly. Before they emerge you know, from the car. If you, get, if you get too close to a cyclist, blast them with some pepper spray. There's no rear windscreen on this car, of course, because um, that was a security uh, threat. Mm. Instead, you have video built into your rear view camera, which feeds to a, a camera on the back. Ooh, like Captain Scarlet. Uh, like Captain Scarlet, exactly. And, well, what's the best thing about it? Let's let Mobile oh. Mama tell us. 
Your kids will love that it was styled by a video game designer. There you go. Don't you just want a car that's been styled by a video game designer? Yes, yes. And, uh, well, I mean, I can't help feeling that if a, a, a jumper that is designed to, to baffle um, CCTV costs four hundred twenty dollars uh, euros. This is going to be even more expensive. It is a bit more expensive. It is a half million dollars. That is with all the extras. I mean, you can get a stripped down version for just two hundred eighty five thousand dollars. But frankly, would you risk your child's life just for the sake of, you know, a couple of hundred thousand dollars? Anyway, it is it is a really terrifying idea that there will be American mums driving to the, on the school run in these things. Let's take a break as we digest that. Yes. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, this is Simon Rose. Uh, I'm in conversation with Steve Kaplan. We are talking about gadgets and gizmos and rather alarming ones too. Well, so, let's get less alarming, shall we? Yeah, I would let's like talk, to. Yes, uh, please. We've talked a couple of times uh, on this show about um, electric chopsticks and electric forks. These are things that give you a very slight tingle on your tongue. Mm. The idea being that you can they, they work as flavor enhancers. So you can get uh, a zap of flavor without adding sugar or salt or perhaps monosodium glutamate to your food. Mm. And they've all been theoretical so far until now. They are actually being made. And they are being made by a company called Spoon Tech. Spoon Tech with a K on the end. Mm. They're selling them in three colours, black, grey and beige. I don't think they called it beige anymore. Beige is one of those colours that went through, you know, so many names, from beige to magnolia to taupe to, you know, white <laughs> with a hint of dark brown. Anyway, well, stay, they're $29. Stay still long enough, it'll come round into fashion again. $29 from Spoontech.com. Uh, they do say that if you have either a pacemaker or lip or tongue piercings, you might want to give these a miss. <laughs> right. I mean, you might want to give okay. it a miss anyway. But $29 is probably worth and finding what out. Is it, it what is this one designed to actually do? It gives you a slight tingle on your tongue uh, that stimulates your taste buds so it makes oh, food okay. t- tastier than it, than it really is. Oh, so... Bad, mm. bad cooks the world over should be bad cooks the one. world over. Exactly. exactly. Well, that means you can cut down on your salt intake or your sugar intake. But but most people don't eat their food except for dessert and soup with a spoon. No. No, there is that, isn't there? I wonder if they've considered that. Well, like, maybe. Well, the spoon, <laughs> if you had it a fork, then you don't actually taste the fork in your mouth. You don't have to put the food in, but yeah, you don't... Yeah. Yeah. But your spoon is the only thing where you put the whole thing in your mouth, isn't it? So you have to adjust your whole That's manner of eating. Absolutely. Or maybe it's, yes. for, maybe it's for little tots that won't eat their food otherwise. Maybe it is, yes. Um, but spoon manu- uh, salt manufacturers will be um, panicking at the news, no, no doubt. Yes, when I was yes. in America, I saw some salt in, on display, and one of, the, uh, one of the varieties you can get is kosher salt. 
I couldn't understand. I have, what I have seen Ghost Assault, but I guess what I don't does know it mean? What, I have no idea. It's blessed by somebody. Oh, really? Do you need to have your salt blessed by somebody? Presumably some people. Well, each grain. <laughs> yes, it takes a long time. That's why it's so expensive. <laughs> exactly. Each grain is blessed separately. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to pot plants. Now, pot plants, as we know, are good things to have around because they generate more oxygen in your in your working or living atmosphere. Yeah. But nothing is as good as the Neo P1. <laughs> pot plant? Okay. It's a pot plant, yes. It's a genetically engineered pot plant, which should raise a few alarm bells. It captures the four most toxic volatile organic compounds, which, as I'm sure you know, are formaldehyde, benzene, toluene, and xylene. Do most of us have those in our home? Well, I wouldn't have thought so. But if you're the kind of paranoid person who drives a Resvani vengeance <laughs> yes, and yes, who yes. wears capable facial recognition-defeating jumpers, I think you'll probably want one of these. They they purify 30 times them as much as regular plants. You have to water them. You have to feed them power drops once a month. And being genetically engineered, I don't know what happened. It might be a bit like gremlins, where if you don't feed them their power drops, then they yes. start... Or little angry. shop of horrors, where the plant takes over and starts eating yes. people. Yes. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Anyway, they Power eat... drops presumably only available from people who sold you the plant in the first place. Exactly. $179, yeah. which is quite a lot for a plant. Neoplant.com. You can join their waiting list if you if you really want one. I suspect you probably don't. And let us go on to something a little bit more palatable. Well, it's a little idiotic, really. Uh, it's our crowdfunding time oh. of the week. Fingers on the button. Here we go. And this is the world's first 3D printed razor. It's made by a chap called Ibrahim Mukherjee, who lives in London, and it takes standard razor blades. And as he claims, one-blade ra- one razors are much better for your skin compared to four- or five-blade razors. Which is yeah, but they probably don't cut as much. Uh, £15 for this uh, 3D-printed razor. The only really new thing about it is it's 3D-printed. And since you can buy blade razors for rather less than £15, it's not surprising that it's only reached 3% of his £5,000 goal. Very strange. Okay. But that's the good thing about crowdfunding. You can try things out, and if no one wants it, you know, well, we're going to try something else. Yes. Hmm. At least he doesn't get into mass development. No, I guess that is true. So where do we go now? Well, we go to Ferrari, who are developing an electric car. And one of the things that Ferrari drivers like most, apart from saying, hey, look at me, I'm a Ferrari driver. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Is the noise that their car makes. So they've been trying to work out how they can make electric Ferraris Mm. sound as good as real Ferraris. And they thought, well, they could just record them. But each car has its own voice, as they say. Mm. So what they're doing is they are reproducing the roar of a petrol engine by amplifying the the motor and the drivetrain and then adjusting the pitch and the volume so that it sounds like a uh, petrol Ferrari. And they claim each Ferrari, each individual Ferrari has its own voice. Gracious. Yes. Good. I, I actually approve of electric <laughs> cars that make noise. I'm finding yes. them really creepy. The number of times you only notice one when it's right 
yes on you i yeah. find it rather odd that manufacturers have not been asked to do to make at least make some noise yeah. already as a cyclist it is quite scary isn't it yeah. and one yes. creeped up behind you they don't know it's there yes i agree hmm. gosh we're agreeing anyway, what on earth is going on what on earth is going on well here's some good news we have some bit of good news why not i'd like um, some after all this <laughs> um lightning strikes lightning strikes are particularly bad around things like airports mm. and Lightning deterrence technology hasn't really changed since Benjamin Franklin invented the lightning rod back in mm. the, the 18th century. Until now, the Ecole Polytechnique in, in <laughs> France has found a way of diverting lightning by firing pulses of green lasers up into the sky. Mm. Um, and they say they finally managed to do it. So they install these things around airports, so they could be uh, altogether a very good thing. But do they? Somebody got to be pressing a button when they see a lightning strike for it to work, or, or how does it work? Well, when when people see a lightning strike, you don't have very long to press the button. Well, exactly. So, no. so what's happening? They... I think when they suspect they're going to be lightning strikes, and these green layers lasers just fire up into the sky. Although, mm -hmm. if you're happening to be Flying a plane overhead. <laughs> well, I was about to say, yes, lasers. lasers being pointed yeah. at planes is a big problem. It is. It is. Well, I'm, I'm not sure I'm, they've entirely thought this through. I imagine they can get around it. No, we haven't had many of these, so let's have another one. Down to earth, or hmm. rather down to the seaside, stone skimming. I mean, we've all skimmed stones at the seaside. Mm -hmm. And as you know, the, the best stone to skim are round flat stones. Mm. Not true. No, no, no. Not according to Dr. Ryan Palmer of the University of Bristol, who, as part of his research into the way that ice forms on the wings of planes, has also looked at the best stones to skim. I'm not entirely sure, sure why the people who paid for his uh, his research <laughs> yes, into ice yes. on planes uh, perhaps, agreed to pay for this. Yes, perhaps they something. went to find him in his office and he wasn't there. He was off skimming stones. He now claims it's part of some important exactly. research. Yes. Anyway, it turns out the while flat stones are very good for making several short skips, larger rocks make bigger leaps. So, mm -hmm. actually, if you are good at stone skimming and you want to go further, then you actually want big rocks rather than little flat ones. I see. I see. Is that is that useful? I don't know. It's been a while since I've done it. But I, in my experience, if you pick up a, a large rock, it won't skim at all. Um, no, maybe you're not putting enough enough force behind it. Maybe not spinning it correctly. I mean, there is more to stone skimming than just throwing a stone in the sea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've got to add the rotation. But Yes. But that's harder with a large rock. Hmm. Well, there's plenty more stones on the beach, as they say. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> not, if, not near where uh, Dr. Ryan Palmer lives, I imagine. No, no, possibly not. Up in the sky for our final mm -hmm. item of the week. And this is to do with the Comet C slash 2022E3 which you probably haven't heard of. It's not a very snappy name for a comet. No, no. But it was... Halley's. Halley's a good name. Halley's a good name, yes. Steve well, this is 2022 E3 doesn't quite trip off the tongue. This was discovered uh, in 2022, which is why the 2022 mm. is in the name, by the Zwicky Transient Facility in California. And I think the Zwicky Transient Facility is such a good name 
for an organization, they could make anything with a name like that. <laughs> yes. Really, couldn't they? Yes. Anything yes. that's planted. Anyway, the the curious thing about this comet is uh, it's green, which is Ooh. quite quite unusual, I think, for for a comet. Well, they should have named and, it Kermit. Um, they should have called it Kermit. Of course, they should. They've got no idea. These scientists. No, they just don't do their marketing right, no. do they? No. Anyway, if you want to see it, uh, it'll be the best time to see it is Wednesday and Thursday of next week. Assuming right. it's, a, it's a clear night, and you may see it streaking mm. through the sky. If you miss it, you're going to have to wait fifty thousand years for it to come around again. That's oh, how I, long it I can't takes be to asked to wait that long. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> well, this comet was last seen by Neanderthals. Oh, that's extraordinary. And would it, it seem green in the sky, or presumably too far away for us to notice it's green? I think yes. I think it will actually mm. seem green in in the sky. Well, there we are. It's quite if people listen to this it? quickly enough, they've still actually got time to act upon that. Steve, thank you very much indeed. That's it for Gadgets, Gizmos and Comets that aren't called Kermit for this week. We'll be back with more Gadgets and Gizmos, though, at the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's Gadgets and Gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.